Hey guys, welcome back again to the Cut Light and Smoke podcast presented by Zeal Cigars, CigarSoapbox.com. And as always, coming to you live in beautiful sunny Phoenix in the Huddle Up Store studios. So uh, I'm here, I'm Bradley, along with my co-host JB. JB, say what's up to the people. What's going on? Yeah, and today we are talking about a subject that's a little bit controversial, but you know... Ever since Bud Light got Dylan Mulvaney to do their uh, their can, uh, when it comes to beer, anything's controversial at this point. You know, uh, you know, you're talking about things and, and and so on and so forth. But Miller Light, JB Miller Light, has released a new video that is uh, it's it's got reactions like crazy all over the internet. And so I thought that you and I would react to this video maybe differently, maybe the same, maybe given a different perspective that we have uh, on different things. So for you guys who are beer drinkers out there and you like Miller Lite, uh, Miller Lite has just released a commercial. It's a newer commercial uh, about, um, and uh, apologize for the, uh, I guess the foul language that they use in their commercial, um, uh, how Miller is trying to make um, things out of shit, uh, if I'm correct. Am I, is that, is that, is that accurate? To what I you well, heard? Well, from where I come from, dude, all good things come out of shit. Exactly, they really do, you know. And so, uh, so Shrooms, with with uh, your garden. With with, with, with that said, uh, we want to watch this commercial with you a little bit. We'll let it run through one time, and then we'll go back and we'll react to it uh, a little bit with you. So, I want to show you the commercial real quick. So, go ahead and watch the uh, commercial along with us, and uh, you'll see our. Uh, our reactions a little bit, and then we'll go back and kind of respond to parts of the video. So, uh, and, and uh, we do we just got done smoking this Cohiba Black in a review video. Oh on, yeah, on the Best Cigar Review channel. Oh yeah, and um, it's really really good. I've been impressed with it, and I can't wait to continue smoking it while it's we do this. It's a very good cigar. If if you if you don't like strong maduros, you like more sweeter maduros. This is the cigar for you. Absolutely, it's a very very good cigar. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm thrilled to be smoking it, and uh, it turned out a lot better than I thought it was going to be. To be honest oh, with you, yeah, 100. Yeah. I would I would 100 percent agree with that. This is way 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 better. Than I can I, I can safely say this is my favorite Cohiba I've smoked. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's not Cuban. That's not Cuban. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I would probably have to agree with that. Yeah, I don't see it how it really I could, is. I don't see how I couldn't. It's a very very good one. So well, let's roll that beautiful beam footage and let's react a little bit. So uh, here we go for you guys, and let's see what we uh, what we got. So. Uh, Enjoy with us if you could. Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Wow. Look at this shit. wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, but the whole beer industry's shit. Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this shit and buying it back so that they can turn it into good shit for women brewers. Literally, good shit. How, you ask? Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad shit into compost. Then we feed compost to worms. Push out beautiful fertilizer. That good shit helps farmers grow quality hops which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good shit. But there's definitely more shit out there. In your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite and they'll turn that into good shit too. Oh, so here's to women, because without us, there would be no beer. Okay, okay. 
Well, there's the commercial. There, there's the commercial for you. And um, at the just uh, let's let's just let's. Um, what are you thinking, JB? I mean, immediately, what's your what's your thoughts as you go into it? Well, what do you think? There's definitely some accuracies in the video, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I I go to a local beer a brewery, um, especially when my wife was gone. I would go up there a lot because mm-hmm. it's a really pretty view. It's really quiet. Um, mm-hmm. There was a pizza truck that would show up called Firefly. It's a wood fired pizza truck, mm-hmm. and. Um, We've been to Bonehouse. We did a video up there. We ate barbecue and smoked cigars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Great brewery. But, Great brewery. Uh, yeah. Oh, so good. If you're in Phoenix Very. and you can get to Fountain Hills, Bonehouse is amazing. Absolutely. Um, now, however, they have a, a, a lady that works there um, who I've seen there a ton outside of the the old guy that, like, uh, one of the owners. Mm-hmm. He's there all the time, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, she is a, uh, like, sommelier. I forget what the actual term is for a brewer that's a sommelier. Um, but she was also an archaeologist. Oh, okay. So she studied archaeology in in school, went over and did archaeology in the Middle East, like all over the world, um, but like is a huge beer lover. So she's okay. a huge study of beer. Mm-hmm. And I've learned a lot from just watching her clips that she posts on Instagram or um, the videos where she does, uh, she does like, it's called Beers with uh, Burkowski or Burkowski. Okay. Okay. Um, and... Um, She's a huge supporter of women breweries. Okay. So I learned some about where kind of the brewing started and the history of things. Um, and that was kind of interesting to me because that was stuff I never knew about as far as the beer industry goes. Okay. Okay. Um, can I ask a question about that? For sure. Uh, is the lady who does the um, Instagrams, is she attractive? Um, it, sub, it's subjective, right? Okay. It, it would, would most men find her as above a seven? Uh, close. Okay. Okay. That, that, that's unfair to ask me that to, to judge that to but, be honest. But I, I get that. I get that. And but I know I'm, where you're going with this, and with her, it doesn't count. Uh, well, here, here. I, I'm just saying she's a weightlifter. Sure, sure. I, I, I'm all I'm saying. You know is what that, I mean? All I'm saying is that she's not hanging what, her tits out. What? There's what, your answer. That that's fine. What I'm saying though is Bud or not Bud Light. Miller Lights. Uh, you know, proposal here is that beer companies have been exploiting women for. Uh, over the last 50, 60 years. Let's just say that, right? Um, so I, I don't think that they're saying they're exploiting women. I think that they're saying that women have been overlooked and then it, it, as it pertains to, to starting brewing, as it pertains to then being used as um, eye candy to better sell the product. Which is... They're overlooked as brewers for the purpose of exploitation. That that would be my point to what she's she's making in the video is that women women who started brewing, okay, and who started beer, and, and don't get me wrong, there's I, a I long history of women brewers. So I, mean, I know several of them. Actually, Martin Luther, who's the great reformer, if you would, um, his wife Catherine was known to be one of the best brewers in Germany. Uh, of beer in, in particular so and it makes sense it does make sense women are usually typically a little more attention to detail and so on and so forth well when they were know. the ones that were at home that had time to do that stuff exactly back then. guys exactly. were out doing war and yeah, we BS were, yeah, and hunting exactly. and fighting this the next right right daimyo or whoever mm-hmm. the hell you know what i mean so exactly but, but i think there's another layer to this that you that you hit on a little bit okay and it's you you said that like I think there's another layer at what Miller Lite's doing, and I think the stab at them is is like, okay, I get it. Women were used and exploited to market beer. It's mm-hmm. not the only thing in the world that they're used to market. Oh, Let's that's be honest. That's 
That's hundred percent. Because eighty percent of the industry, I'd say, uses sex to market. I'd say I'd say probably ninety nine percent. Okay. So so here here's here's what I would here, here's what I'd say. The first thing that we know about guys is we know guys are visual. Guys are visual oh, creatures. Sure. We we just are. So when something's beautiful and put in front of us, we tend to pay more attention to it. Car, okay, bike, and anything cigar. exactly. Yeah, I mean, you see something. Presentation is everything. That's why when when things are, are presented in a, in a really cool way, even with cigars, you know, the Cohiba Black comes in a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful black case. So it it it's eye catching, and even even the design of them. Like, so what I'm not suggesting is that using beauty to sell something is wrong. If you would, I think one of the things that I that I'm that I'm cautious about in that is every that, beauty company well, uses beauty to sell right, their beauty right, products, right. bro. Come on, <laughs> let's go, let's go. I think one of the things that that it, it trickles into is when beauty becomes sexual in order to sell it. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that we're that we're trying to talk about here, and I think that's one of the things that they're hitting on in the video necessarily is that well, you know pe- beer companies have been using sexuality and exploiting women all these years to sell beer. And they're not going to take it anymore, essentially. Well, so, and that—that's that, what I was getting at. Was the other layer of that too? Is that now they're saying not only are you exploiting women, but you're getting a dude with a dangle to represent as a woman after you've already shoved us under the rug and then used our butts and tits to sell your beer. You're going to give it to a dude with a dick. Yeah, dude. That's uh, that. He, you're obviously referring to Bud Light with the, you know, Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. So and I think I think they're yeah. they're taking it out and they're, giving them a little slap in the face right, with that right. one. Right. And they're competitors. So I mean, I mean, but Bud and you know Miller are, are are obvious competitors. And so as a result, you know, one of the questions is, you know, uh, is are they taking a jab at him? Yeah, because they're saying we're really supporting the women that need supported. We're not giving a beer can to somebody who's faking to be a woman and hoping that it boosts our sales. We're actually sending beer and the hops that we manufacture to the women to make good beer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so here's here's Mm. here's my here's my question. Which, by the way, I don't see anything wrong with the commercial. I think the commercial's great. You know, Um, one of one of the things I I think that as a guy. Um, just being quite frank, I'm getting a little tired of is this the man hating or the like the man, you know, men are this and men are that. And and keep in mind, I probably watch a lot of videos around that, so I'm probably a little more sensitive than the average guy to it. That YouTube um, algorithms got your ass. Yeah, it does. It does for for sure. You know, but I I do watch a lot of you know a lot of YouTubes and things like that uh, that are reaction videos to things like this where I hear and I see something and I'm like. I wonder what that, what, that's an interesting take on that. I wonder what, you know, women think about that. But I, I think there's a point where um, it's not, it, I wonder if there's a point where we're, we're, we're hurting men, you know, and masculinity in general, uh, simply by nature of making videos that, um, you know, absolutely raise women to the standard that they, that they are and the, the beauty that they are. But it's it's at the cost of what? Mm. I mean, but for example, most most beer drinkers are men. I think it's seventy five percent and twenty five percent, if I'm correct. Last time I checked, you can go look at the stats on Google and so on and so forth, and and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, that may there. that may fluctuate a point or two, right? Mm-hmm. But I would say I would say on a general basis, I would say the majority is still probably men. So you know why they market then using women's sexuality because men are visual creatures. It's, it's the yeah. same yeah. reason that a McLaren has a chick on, on the picture, or, right. or Camel cigarettes had a chick standing there. 
you're holding a freaking camel on a mm-hmm. rope. You know what I mean? I don't know how sexy a camel is, but yeah, yeah, you get two camel toes in one picture, I guess. But I, I, I think the, <laughs> I think the question, um, five. you know, if we're if we're gonna be uh, brutally honest about it, uh, we see we see sexuality and sex pouring into anything you market, everything you market. For example, women who market cigars, okay, for certain companies that are hired by certain companies uh, that are attractive, tend to draw more views than just a, a, a dude, you know, if you would, smoking a cigar necessarily. Now, here's my question by that, because, I, because it trickles into our industry a little bit, right? And you've seen the same thing I have. I'm asking the question. With the, oh, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. assuming I know where you're going with this. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So here's my question. Do you think guys, because a woman is presenting something, tend to take, less, uh, take that less serious than if a guy um, in the same profession presents it or do you think or do you think i think it depends okay right like if if i went into the harley dealership or or even in my okay let's go let's back it up even more i worked for apple for six years Mm -hmm. i worked for geek squad for six years before that right so um tech tech customer service Mm -hmm. one of the places that women get disrespected the most is tech customer service okay so it would be like if it would be like if I came out and tried to sell you a MacBook computer and tell you about all the ins and outs of it, mm-hmm. and a female stood there and told you the ins and outs of it. When it came to that, you might be a little bit more adept to listen to what the dude has to say than the female. Same thing with the automotive industry. Right. If a snap, right. Right. Uh, if a snap-on tool driver pulls up, and it's it's a dude versus a chick. Unfortunately, per society standards, mm-hmm. they would probably trust the dude more than they would the chick unless they've established some sort of a relationship with that chick that has grown and that trust has been earned, right? But they would blindly give it to the dude easier. Mm-hmm. I, I, w- I would say so, yes. Th- that's, that's the question. That, that's the question I think we have here is that do guys... But I don't know if that likely, works in beer. Yeah, well, I mean, we're not in the beer industry. I don't, I, I I don't know. know. But I, I think the, the question is do guys most likely trust guys with professional opinion over girls with professional opinion? you know, necessarily, or women with professional opinions, you know, I think if you it depends would, so. on the topic, right? Mm-hmm. Cigars could go the same way, right? Mm-hmm. If if there's a lady that's on, on there doing cigar reviews, you might first start looking at the cigar reviews because it's a lady, mm-hmm. and then you may find out later, maybe she does really know what she's talking about, maybe she doesn't, but I would, I would assume that the reason you started watching it from the beginning probably wasn't because you thought it was going to be knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's... We're not saying that we feel this way, right? Mm-hmm. We're saying that this is the way that this is what we see from mm-hmm. the outside looking in. Absolutely. And tra- so I think what's what's interesting about Miller Lite is, or not Miller Lite, but it's Miller in general, that what they're doing the same flavor and half the calories. Yeah, what the, what, <laughs> what they're what they're doing is uh, uh, attempting at something good to level the playing field, if you would. But uh, they're, they're inadvertently. I wonder if they're you know kind of isolating their male audience by doing that you know that that's the thing i wonder and inadvertently I, means like they're not meaning to but inadvertently you know you have a woman coming up and explaining everything talking about how women did this and women did that and we're gonna do this for women and that for women and you know when when you hear that as a guy you're kind of like oh, i well, wonder i wonder what's you know what's going on here and and keep this in mind i mean uh, i'm i'm not an insecure guy and you know everything else like that i, I think women are great and everything else like that i i've you know Three women in my in my household. I had three women in my household for a long time. It was just my son and I, you know. So, and I grew up with more women in the household than I had men in the household. So did I, you know. So, 
Uh, to say I don't know women or anything like that is, is kind of, you know, I don't know, just kind of, you know, not true. Uh, but being sensitive to this, this subject and understanding it, I think, is, you know, pretty important. I, I think that no matter what you do, there's going to be somebody sitting on his couch going, I don't need no woman telling me they've been making beer. But at the same time, like, is that person also, it's, it's the same thing when we were talking about the gun conversations, right? Right. right. Is that guy going to go do his research and find out that he's been lied to and that he actually really didn't know what he's talking about when it pertains to that? And Probably educate really himself not. a little bit on the beer and the history of, of beer and where yeah. it came from and what, right, right, right. what the ins and outs are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same conversation we had with, like, when we talk about gun laws and it's like, Okay, if you're complaining that things need to change, are you going to give up some of the things that you don't want to give up to to change those things? Mm-hmm. So I think I think it comes down to I, I think there's going to be people that are going to be upset. Yeah. Do, does it yeah. upset me? Does it hurt my feelings? No, no. It, not it, at it, all. it doesn't make not me want to go buy Miller Lite or not buy Miller Lite more. It right, does right. make me appreciative that somebody is willing to throw a little shade back at somebody else and say, "You really want to help women? Maybe you can do it differently." Ooh, maybe you can do it differently. Oh, dude, that's a solid. That's a solid statement. Like yeah. if I was Bud yeah. Light, yeah, and if I wanted to really support women, I would find every woman-owned brewery that I had purchased, and I would put them on blast. And if I hadn't bought any women-owned brewery, I would find one that deserves to be purchased, mm-hmm. and I'd buy it, and I'd explain why I bought it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or not even buy it, right? Mm-hmm. Or find a way to help them uh, pursue better brewing. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. There's there's so many brewers guilds and things out there that can help people, um, a lot more than just putting somebody's face on a can. Yeah, and, and before anyone says, you know, it's easy for you to say that because you're a man man owned company. Uh, no, we're not. Uh, I own this with my parents, and part of my parents is a mom. You know, and my mom is super active in the company. <laughs> it's mostly yeah. mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> Pops just goes, I don't like that idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> Quit but, doing I mean, that. In all, in all honesty, I, I think that's a real and I, So my mom's been a, a very successful businesswoman and uh, uh, much and been involved in multiple businesses, growing her own business and everything Still else. Still is like involved that. in multiple businesses. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And uh, ju- just, just so you know, so this isn't like a dig at women whatsoever. I'm just asking the question. I think that, you know, by by what they're doing, you know, they're they're maybe inadvertently isolating a male audience um, that could have a weird reaction to it, you know, necessarily. And I think that's one of the things that I that I you know, as we're looking at it, and as we're kind of going through it, I kind of go, that's interesting, you know. I, ne- I never, you know, I never, I never thought about that. And the history of brewing and and what have you, I don't know all the exacts behind it and everything else like that. Uh, I know on some of the reactions to this video, there's guys that are just laying things down in the comments that are super, super long. If you, if you go back to that, uh, that video, you could actually see the comments and the comments are just very, very long, uh, on there, which is, you know, fine. But I think it's one of those things that when you're looking at it and you're thinking about it and so on and so forth, it's something that maybe we did forget, you know, when it comes to brewing beer. So, and, and here's the weird thing. I'm not a big beer drinker at that's, all. That's true. Yeah, you, you're not, not. You're not. I'm not a big beer drinker at all. I like bourbon and scotch and, you know, more liquor than I do beer. But from time to time, and actually this past uh, uh, this past weekend, um, my, uh, my my church had a, a big guys event, and they asked me to explain cigars to them. So they had beer and liquor and everything. I had something called a Kentucky Mule. You ever heard of that before? <laughs> yes, I have. My gosh, was that delicious. Uh, bourbon, ginger beer, rosemary, simple syrup. 
and it's just amazing. It really was. Um, so, but I, but I usually take my bourbon straight and everything. That's the first time I had like a mixed drink with bourbon in a very long time. It is very, very good, but I like old fashions and everything else like that. So when it comes to beer, I, I drink it sporadically if, if that, or I'm sitting down with buddies and that's all there really is. I'll have a beer, you know? I think, I think what's going to make something like that commercial and, and more things that are going to continue to come forward as more and more companies show their support for women. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what sucks for, for men especially is society wants to challenge your masculinity, right? Yeah. And without getting down the rabbit yeah. hole of, of Alice in Wonderland and, and, and the rabbit and, and eating the little candies, because I eat a lot of those little candies at the bottom of deep, dark holes, I'm telling you, and I follow a lot of white rabbits. Um, he, does. he does. But I'm telling you right now, the white rabbit takes you exactly where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is like, you know, everything from the food that you're eating, the process is the food to the pesticides that are being used to the purified water that you buy at the store is all geared towards continually to emasculate men yeah. to, to make you not fertile. Mm-hmm. I mean, watch Bill Gates, watch all these crazy elites. They talk about there's too much human population, mm-hmm. right? Like without going down the rabbit hole, right? There is a lot in culture inside visibly and not visible that are trying to emasculate men. Right. So right. unfortunately, when something like this comes out, that's probably more good than mm-hmm. than anything. Sure, sure. A lot of men are gonna look at it like they're taking more shots at us. Mm-hmm. They're taking more shots at men. They're 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 shoving men down again to 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 elevate women higher than men again. But that's, and, and unfortunately But that's been happening over the last twenty years in particular so harshly towards guys. I mean, you can only poke the lion so long before the lion actually stands up and eats you, you know? So I think that's part of what's happening is that the reaction, the reason the video is getting the reactions that it does from, from other channels and, and what have you is simply because men feel so uh, repressed all the time. We have to be politically correct about every little thing. And if we, if we say something that might be off color and we didn't even mean, uh, we don't even know it's off color anymore. Yeah. You could say something like, I, yeah, I don't like that. And was well, that because it's pink? No, I don't, I don't like pink. I just don't like pink. I have nothing, I have nothing against the color pink. I just don't like pink. I don't, I'm not going to wear pink, you know? And somebody goes, well, that's, that's because you're, you're not sensitive and you've not, you know, you're not cultured. That's, that's something recently that was said to me is that I'm not cultured uh, enough. And uh, I thought that was really weird. You know, because culture. I would love is, for somebody to tell that to me, bro. Right. I just, I, I the I, life I've lived, dude. Yeah. I would love. I grew up with a Greek stepfather. Grew up with, you know, uh, you know, Native American grandmothers. Grew up with hillbilly family members. Like I, I've, yeah, dude. Try to tell me I'm not culture, man. I grew well, up in the ghetto in the country, and, and, and it's kind of weird because you know, um, I, I would say. If I, I would I would venture to say I'm pretty cultured. Yeah, you, you know, grew up if, in same you, as me too in yeah, some ways. Yeah, it, it's it's really kind of interesting. And then being out of the country before and serving in third world countries and things like that, traveling and giving speeches at yeah. schools all everywhere, over, going all to over, Compton. Yeah, all, yeah all, dude. All, all over America, you know. So, um, and We're I'm very and I, blessed for that. Though. I mean, yeah, and I, I absolutely I absolutely love it. So, the, when you hear that, I mean. I do think masculinity is challenged more than it ever has been. I think it's in danger, you know, of being, um, you know, uh, reimagined in a way where people are just confused. Normal, normal guys are just confused. They feel like we don't have permission to be men, you know, anymore. And so I think that's because we're in the culture that we're in today, where a lot of guys feel that way, to your point, I think what's happening is they're, they're going to feel inadvertently isolated 
They're going to feel like, you know, what, we can't brew or anything like that? We're going to show you and everything like that. So I, I wonder what Coors is going to do. I wonder what all these other guys are going to do. And it, it, it's interesting because in the beer in particular, I wonder, because we were talking about this off camera, I wonder how many beer companies use Sex to Sell that are kind of new startups. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you made a valid point when we were off, when we were just kind of chatting about what we were going to talk about. And it was, um, we were talking about how... Oh yeah, because Miller in that in that in that commercial, Miller Lite is ripping up all the old posters, right? They're saying, right. "Send us the dirty shit. We're gonna make fertilizer out of it, right, and then right, we're right. gonna make good shit out of right, it, right?" Right. Um, a company like Miller Lite can afford to do that because mm-hmm. people already know who Miller Lite is, right? Mm-hmm. They don't need they don't need a show pony to tell you who Miller Lite is at this point in their life, right? Right. Right. However, if I'm a new brewer. And I'm starting a new brew company, and I need to get people in the door. Uh, chicks serving alcohol in bikinis is going to get more people in the door than you standing there serving people drinks. Hey, now. Hey, now. It just is. Hey, now. Unless people want to come hey see now. you for some reason. You know what I mean? Because you're Brad. But no, but, but yeah. seriously, like, it, it, unfortunately, it's the truth. And yeah. if, if, if the statistics are right and 75% more men drink beer than... St- Fifty percent of those are going to go, huh? Girls in bikinis. Yeah. Well, it's the reason. It's the reason that Hooters outsells BW threes. And Hooters isn't right even. They don't. They're yeah. not even the same as they used to be anymore. Yeah. And I yeah. don't even like their wings. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's. <coughs> don't inhale. <coughs> Sorry. Um. I I do think that there's a a, a very good point, uh, to that in how sex sells, and it'd be interesting to, to do, because I know that that recently in. Our, our culture, in, in the cigar culture, in the cigar industry, uh, several, um, and this is not new, but several different companies have uh, incorporated using female models, you know, for their brand necessarily, it's, you know, because it gives more attention, you know, from guys in particular, you know. It, this is what blows my mind. And it sucks because I think I think we look at it as more of a negative because of uh, uh, of where our morals and our our our, our values are rooted, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And there there's a local girl that posts on Instagram in the Phoenix area, mm-hmm. and um, I, I think she's actually I don't even think she's into dudes to be honest. I think I think she said something like that one time in her Instagram post because you know dudes are thirsty and they won't leave her alone, and. Um, but she would smoke cigars at a local cigar shop a lot. And mm-hmm. she would post and she would show pictures of it and yada, yada, yada. But I saw a progression. I saw what she was wearing get skimpier. I saw the videos that she was making get more revealing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's, oh, see the rest of my photo shoot smoking this cigar on my exclusive content page. Oh, okay. okay. So it's like, and how many guys are going there for the cigar? Let's just be honest. Right? So, so <laughs> at, at, well, 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 here's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. At what point is the industry the laughing stock because they're getting used to help support these people making money doing that stuff? Who's the goat in that? Who, who's the, who's really the person that's getting laughed at in that? I, I think I think women who are smart understand they have sexual power. She's, There's no doubt about that. She's more financially yeah. free than she ever would have been sure, before. Sure. And um, but with with that power, you know, comes I mean, not to quote Spider-Man, but comes great responsibility. 
Meaning that if if what you win them with is what you keep them with, meaning if you win them with your body and then you're starting to talk about cigars, guys aren't going to be looking at your cigars or taking the cigar serious necessarily or even your information serious. Um, and, and, and that's not to say that, you know, we shouldn't have beautiful women, re, re, you know, reviewing cigars or what have you like that. What I am saying, though, is when you use your sexuality, which is power, when you use your sexuality to sell something and then when you're trying to talk about it and guys don't take you serious, but you, you won them with your sexual power. And now you're trying to explain to them uh, why the cigar is so good. Guys might be a little bit skeptical about that. Does she really know what she's talking about versus two guys who aren't trying to win you with anything, but just our commentary, I guess on, on cigars uh, and our knowledge and our history, you know, that we have on that necessarily. I think guys tend to tend to, when it comes to listening about something, listen to a guy, necessarily he's not trying to win them with sex but just be honest about it yeah. necessarily it's i guess it'd be the same thing uh if you're waiting and get a get a real flirty waitress you know you get a, a real flirty waitress have you ever had you ever had it before where a waitress is very very flirty for the sake of a tip I, i'm sure yeah yeah I, it, nothing's clicking but i'm sure yeah There's i've had no that. way i haven't i've had it before my wife's gotten offended by that <laughs> yeah most definitely like why are you flirt with my husband right here in front of me what are you nuts you know and things like that i think that's a, that's important but they're doing it for the tip you know, necessarily. And if you base the tip on the service, not the flirting, you know, that's more accurate towards the tip, you know. So, but women will use their sexual power for that. Not all women will, but they will. And I think one of the things that I do appreciate about the Miller Lite thing is they're, they're bringing attention to the fact that that's an issue in our society today. Yeah. That is a big issue in the society. For women to be taken serious as brewers, you can't use your sexuality to sell it. Yeah, it's... That's a hard stand, man, and and in a way, I hope it works out for Miller, because in, in a long way. Um, but here's the crappy thing about it, right? Like, you can't fault those those people for, for the, those people or the women or whoever's taking advantage of the fact that they need to be used for these marketing campaigns to make money. So now, do do models get upset that now they're not being utilized to to make money because they maybe they don't have a problem being utilized in this way because they value the money more well on which the, is kind of how we started well that was more of the video on the <laughs> on the extreme if you would on the extreme you got porn models who come out of porn yeah and when they're talking about the porn industry yeah most of them didn't know, enjoy the time right right when they're talking about the porn industry they're like this is this is awful it wasn't what this, i thought this is, it was this gonna is, be this is, yeah I, I was drugged half the time or anything else like that i mean i mean they'll, they'll, they'll go into all these different things you know and you're going well that's that's you know what you've got and then Guys aren't taking them serious. They're like, well, you were paid for that time, and that was for my viewing and things like that. I think that's one of the things that, you know, when when, when a woman uses her power and a man takes advantage mm. of that sexual sexual power, and then she gets she complains about that, that that's 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 really on her, you know, if you would. It really is on her. I'm not I'm not talking about rape and everything else like that. What I'm talking about is a woman being upset that a man got his jollies off what, you know, she did on OnlyFans or something else like that. It's interesting to see somebody take a stand this way, and I'm interested to see how it's going to go and if it, other companies will follow Sue or other um, other industries that maybe were a little bit more women-created women, women created or women-backboned, women, women backboned essentially, right? Mm -hmm. That's a whole beauty, um, beauty industry. Whole so, beauty industry, yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. you know, Victoria's Secret's owned by a dude. Oh, that's right. That's right. This is a secret. Victoria's Secret is and it's, that by it's a, a dude, dude in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Ohio. It that's is, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's... I, I kind of want to flip the script just a minute. We have, we have a, some, did we have you know some there's time. a song about that? A girl wrote a song about that? I know Victoria's Secret. Oh, I did hear that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a pretty catchy song. It really is. You know, I'll, I'll show you a little clip real quick. <laughs> 
next. On, on the topic of like marketing and things like that, something else interesting has happened in, in like my, my circle, not like my circle directly, but like the circle of things that I keep an eye on mm -hmm. and sports is one of them, right? Yeah. What about the John Morant stuff, dude? The what? The John Morant stuff. John Morant. Yeah. Hey, re refresh my memory. You may not, you, well, you're not, you don't follow basketball. No, I don't. So like beer, Brad also does not care about basketball in any, any shape or form. I don't. Um, John Morant is a is an NBA player that plays for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, I believe. Okay. Um, okay. and he got in trouble right before the playoffs because he he lost the game or or during the playoffs, one of the two. And he was uh they he was in a strip club that evening, but he posted um on Instagram of him like holding a gun by his head. So the NBA suspended him for I think like five games or something, and then sure allowed him to come back. Well. His season ended, and then yesterday he's on Instagram live on somebody else's Instagram live, and they're driving down the road, and he does it again, and his homie almost almost saved him on it because he turns the camera real quick and like hides it, and you can, he's probably telling him like, dude, put that away. What are you doing? So this is the second time in three months that he's been, you know, uh, caught doing something live, and obviously the NBA is really upset about it because sure. you know this isn't this is a guy that is a very high. Um, image person in the NBA right now, and somebody mm -hmm. that is very focused on in the marketing of the NBA. Right. Um, it's it's really interesting. I'd be I'd be curious to see what happens with that in the way, it, but also like with the NIL stuff with college uh, sports and how people get paid mm -hmm. in the way that like. If I'm a good looking girl, I'm going to get more money in the NIL than if I'm not a good looking girl. Hundred percent. It's going to happen, 100%. Good-looking girls get more money, 100%. Beautiful people get more money. Well, that's a, that's well, a stat. It's that's off of name and likeness. Yeah. If you're beautiful, you're going to have a right. higher likeness. Yes, yes. Attractive people make more money than unattractive people. That's like a stat. You can actually see that. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a stat. It really is. So so it's just interesting to me. And I'm not saying I'm attractive so, <laughs> at all. You know, I'm, I, still, I still can't believe my wife isn't partially blind marrying me. You know, but that's why you're still yeah, married to her. I know, right? <laughs> the uh, but but in in all honesty, I think that that's part of what we're talking about here is the the image. marketing, yeah, the marketing, the image, and everything else like that. And when a company does that and goes full on for the sex marketing aspect of things, uh, does that lose credibility in your mind? Well, you know, do you kind of go, oh, man, that's that's they didn't have to stoop stoop that just to get my attention. They could actually make a better product you know, that would compete in the marketplace yeah. to get my attention. It's just, it's so crazy. You don't really realize, like, uh, how your actions, like like Bud Light, there's no way they had any indication of what their actions were going to correlate. Mm -hmm. So now I'm curious to see what actions, these actions of Miller Light are going to correlate. And then I'm interested to see what the actions of the NBA are going to correlate mm -hmm. as far as how to handle... Um, the social climate right now. Well, I, I think I think that women being frustrated about the transgender thing that you're talking about and about other men 
being involved, uh, other transgender guys being involved in sports and winning, you know, the, the and representing and, women and representing women. I think they have all the right in the world to be upset about that. And they should be upset about that. It's not fair. I mean, we know that when it comes to athletics, that men's bone density and, and muscle structure is very different than women's just biologically speaking, you know, so regardless of whether you stand on the transgender thing or not, it's just unfair. It really is. And so when the, the swimmer basically who, who, who tied, I think who, who was a man who tied with a woman and they, and they gave it to him because he was transgender and it was, he was being quote unquote brave, you know, about that. I mean, that's a, that's a, women should be upset about that. That's a very big thing. That's a, that's a real big thing that Quinta, um, who's one of our girls here that works here from time to time. And you guys seen her on video and everything like that. She was very, very upset about that. Well, She's like, it's, it's, it's hard enough to be a woman in society to be taken serious. And then when a woman, when a man comes in to a woman's sport, you know, and dominates, I mean, we're trying our, our hardest as it exists, Yeah, you know, so. And I don't want to speak for Quinta too much on this, mm -hmm. but Quinta is a black woman. Mm -hmm. That is one of the most, uh, talk about somebody that had to fight for everything that they ever had to have, right? right. You're talking. She's a smart, intelligent, educated black woman. You're talking yes. voting. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Women had to take forever and she's right. black. So, right. you know, women got the right to vote, but black people didn't have the right mm -hmm. to vote, right? So it's, it's so crazy about. You know, when you look at the struggles in somebody who who is a woman and the, and they're they're open about what they go through, and mm -hmm. then you see somebody else that pops up and wants to to say that they went through the same struggles that somebody else went through, and she, she from my conversation with her, yeah. she just can't relate to that. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. And she feels slighted. She's like, yeah. you know, all these all these African Americans in history that were the first ones to invent something or the mm -hmm. first one to come up with something. Are, are, you know, you don't learn about that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think what Miller Lite is trying to say is, is <laughs> there's other things that you don't learn about. And, uh, you know, and we want to honor, this we is wanna, what it is. And we want to honor women, not just exploit them. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is the, is the, is the good part of the commercial in that. And I think the, the, the great part of commercial is that part for me. The, the bad part is that I think it can inadvertently, um, isolate men and make them angry. And that's simply because, you know, we already feel isolated and angry you know, from the culture that we're living in because, you know, it, it emasculates us continually. You know, we're told to get in line. We're told to be, it, it's, it's, it's a, it, we're, we're in a society where it's a lose, lose, where you're chivalr chivalrous, you open the door for a woman and she goes, I don't need you to open the door for me. And I'm like, my God, I'm just trying to open the door and be nice. You know, I'm not trying to be, you know, a jerk or something. I don't think I've ever had door. that happen before, but I, have. I'm, I, I guarantee have. somebody has. I absolutely a hundred percent have before. And I'm like, my God, I just really, you know, I didn't slam in your face. I'm like, well, go, go ahead and walk through the door, you know, and, you know, and she <sighs> walks through the door and I'm like, man, that's just somebody you knew yeah. or just somebody you were holding no, the door someone for? someone I was holding the door for. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. At a restaurant. Yeah. hundred percent. And that's, that's just a normal thing to do for anybody. And if a woman was holding the door for me, I'd walk through it. You know, yeah. I'm like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, so it, it, I think that, I think that's why I think the commercial will have the reaction it gets from men by nature of the fact that you're, you're kind of like. Man, we're, we're getting to this point in our society where it's eggshells with everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's anything you say is is an eggshell conversation, particularly yeah. about men, women, gender, and sexuality. It becomes an eggshell conversation. But on this podcast, we don't mind eggshell, yeah. eggshell conversations, and we'd love to hear what you think about the eggshell conversation down below. So drop us a comment on your thoughts about the video and everything like that, what you thought about the reaction and everything else like that, and what was your reaction to Miller Lite's video today. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So from the Cut, Light, and Smoke podcast, I have been Bradley, and this has been JB. And we again... 
appreciate your guys viewing. And so if you would drop a comment below, like, share, and subscribe, all those kind of things, we'd love to hear your feedback on that. And so how's the cigar in for you? Tell me about the cigar. You're in the final third. I'm in the final third. Mine's coming apart a little bit, so probably because I'm biting, biting down on it. But what, what about yours? Tell me about it. It's really good. Um, once it hits about the second third, it hasn't changed much more for me, mm -hmm. but it's staying, it's staying really solid, really good smoke, um, way better than I expected it. I'll be honest. For uh, when I saw you, when you said you wanted to do a Cohiba, I was kind of like, oh goodness, a Cohiba, right? Um, but probably one of the better ones that I've ever smoked. That's not Cuban. Yeah, this this cigar is absolutely great. I absolutely love love it, and uh, it's the Cohiba Black. If you guys are trying to figure out which one it is. It's this one right here, so you can see exactly. I don't know if you can see it or not. If I do this, or it's a Cohiba Black by Cohiba. It's red dot black. So Dominican Republic double uh, broadleaf uh, wrapper and binder in an absolute beautiful cigar. Sweet, creamy, rich, dark. It's everything, but it's not peppery. I'll tell you that much. And so, no pepper. Well, guys, thanks again for watching the uh, Cut, Line, Smoke podcast. Again, drop a comment below on what you thought about the podcast and other topics you would love to see us on the see us cover on the podcast. And with that, we're out of here like last year. Peace. <laughs>